Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where badass women break through barriers and unlock their next level of success. Your host for this session is Samantha Kaawa. Samantha has been recognized as a leading expert on relationships, and as a marriage makeover coach, she helps women transform their marriage while becoming their best selves. Samantha has been featured on Fox, ABC, CBS, and other international publications and podcasts, sharing her counterculture views on relationships. Co-creator of this summit, Samantha is eager to introduce another inspirational guest. Take it away, Samantha. Thank you. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Uh, today, I have Sarah Atkins here in the house. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Hi, Hi. Hi Samantha. Uh, yeah. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being with us. So let me formally introduce you to Sarah. So after a lifetime of career pivots, each time thinking, this is it, Sarah finally discovered the power of mental fitness. It has changed her life. She was a field biologist loving the wilderness in Yukon. As an artist and environmental educator, burnout dropped her into a dark place. She discovered positive intelligence and immediately turned her life around. Sarah finds joy guiding others to choose happiness, even facing adversity. Imagine how glorious it is to live with calm, empathy, creativity, and confidence to actualize your best self. Oh my goodness. Welcome, Sarah Atkins. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, so we're going to be talking about a fit mind, your passport to happiness, confidence, and self-command. So before we go into your actual teaching today, I would love to hear a little bit more about how you got to where you are today. I know I just shared a little bit, but I know there's so much more depth to this. So tell us, tell us um, how you got to, to where you are. Thanks for asking, Samantha. It has been a circuitous route. I won't deny it. I have always loved biology, but my main interest was sort of aiming towards human health and then environment. And then my passion for doing something for the greater good I wanted to be Albert Schweitzer when I was a kid and go and be a missionary in Africa and save wow. lives and I mean obviously I'm not going to do that but um I had just started a course in positive intelligence because I'm I'm a like a lifelong dive in learn everything I can kind of person yeah. and this course I was really noticing a transformation in myself yeah. and um, as I meant, or you mentioned in my bio, burnout threw me into a dark place. And that was many years ago. But feeling the change in myself through this mental fitness training, it's called positive intelligence. So if I interchange those words, it's PQ, positive intelligence, and mental fitness. Nice. Um, but noticing this transformation in myself was amazing. And I had gotten into it I had a late in life diagnosis of ADHD and so a friend had said maybe this will help with that so yeah it was it was terrifically helpful but then all of a sudden like literally three things happened kind of like a tornado in my life my mm -hmm. father died two months later my older sister died and then my mom just went into a tailspin of dementia and wow. that was just like honestly um a pretty terrible time. And yet yeah. I noticed in myself that I was being resilient 
and calm. And I was my dad's executor. And so I had to deal with all kinds of stuff that I'd never done before in my life. And yet I continued with my positive intelligence practice. And honestly, it got me through. It helped me to stay buoyant in my creative mind, you know, solving things and taking action without getting derailed. So it was just like, I just fell in love with the idea of mental fitness. Yeah. And then um, through that, you learn about your internal voices. I mean, we all have those little voices in our heads who sabotage us. Mm-hmm. They do everything they can to, well, they think they're protecting us. And these yeah. are little parts of our brain that developed when we were really, really young and weren't able to be logical. Mm-hmm. And so these little saboteurs develop to protect us from various things. And you know, I'm, I mean, the whole thing, I didn't throw that story out there for sympathy, but just to say, here's this massive period of trials and tribulations and one struggle after another. And yet I got through it staying in my sage mind. And yeah, I mean, it was, it was amazing. So I'll tell you about the sage mind because that's that's where we all kind of aspire to be even though we may not know that we're calling it that it's where you're you're feeling positive energy so when you have negative emotions through the mental fitness you learn to shift into your sage mind and it's where there's empathy and you're innovative and creative you're finding solutions you're taking action so it's where all those good things happen in our brain and the the studies that the guy that developed this way of working, mm-hmm. um, he studied hundreds of thousands of MRIs, brain activity. So when people get slammed with a negative emotion, it kind of lights up this left part of your frontal cortex. Mm-hmm. And through doing these positive intelligence or mental fitness exercises, you're able to switch all that energy into your positive mind. Wow. So so into the sage brain so it it's you know to me that link is you get clear clear thinking through it but you also get confidence knowing that you can walk into a tough situation a negotiation or divorce whatever it is knowing that you can pull yourself into that part of your brain the sage brain you're in your right mind is like what I like to say. Uh, I like it. I like it. And what an empowering feeling to have, knowing that you have the capability to to choose, to decide, you know, in what way do I want to show up in this situation? And I have the capability to move into my sage mind at any moment that I want to. So that sounds so empowering. I love it. Yeah, it is. It is. And I, I guess for me, I, because of ADHD, I'm hypersensitive. It's sort of a characteristic that goes along with it. Okay. And madly off in all directions, I like to say, like just <laughs> a million ideas coming into my head all yeah. the time. And with the PQ training, I can pull myself back from being okay. distracted, from yeah. doing, like, instead of starting something and then starting something else and then starting something else. With PQ, I see, okay, I'm getting restless. I pull myself back and I stay on topic and I stay focused. And 
it's just oh, been like so a gift. Yeah, yeah, that's so powerful. I, I know uh, Ranchelle, our, my other co-host, she talks mm-hmm. about neurodivergent and yeah. ADHD falls under that category. And yeah, this is an empowerment tool for all brain types, right? Like this helps everyone. I love yeah. that. And yeah. so, okay, so let's get into it because I think this is what you're teaching us today, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your, your passport to happiness, confidence, and self-command. I can't imagine that it has nothing to do with Sage Mind. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's go into that, Sarah. Tell us, you know, what's your first tip or tool that you have to uh, help us get to this happiness, confidence, and self-command? Well, I'd like to ask everybody out there to think about it for just for a second. Do you believe that mental health and physical health are completely entwined? Mm. And if you pop a one in the chat, we'll know that you think that's true. And if you pop a two in the chat, we'll know that you don't think that's true. Okay. I, I honestly, I think, yes. Oh, you got tons of ones. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, no right. One's, no one's arguing with you here. <laughs> that's what I was hoping. Yes. And I, in my gift, I talk about the top 10 things you can do. So in this moment, because we don't have enough time for 10, I'm only going to talk about the top three. Okay. And the number one thing is physical fitness. And wow. it used to be yes. that uh, science and medicine had sort of separated the brain research from the body research and right. I mean, psychology was over there and psychiatry was medicine and chemistry and now they realize that you can't take one without the other which totally makes sense yes. I mean your brain runs you right yeah so I talk about what I call the golden triad and number one is physical fitness number okay. two is good nutrition and number three is good sleep it sounds so simple but it isn't simple all the time (laughs) (laughs) it isn't simple right um so physical fitness there are I mean there are lots of people who don't want to do tons of exercise don't like going to the gym that kind Mm -hmm. of thing and that's okay because you really research shows that like eight to ten minutes of a high intensity interval training Mm -hmm. every day or at least three to five times a week is what you need you can do more more is even better but the nine to ten minutes a day three to five times a week is essential and high intensity interval just in case you're not familiar with that term is you work out at your full capacity for 30 seconds to a minute or even a couple minutes after you get used to it and then you work at a low level or just walk slowly or whatever and let your heart rate come down so it's that getting your heart rate and your circulatory system pumping is the Mm -hmm. intensity part and then Mm -hmm. keeping a moderate level of workout in between and why is that so important well (laughs) when you're working out at high intensity your body is producing things like endorphins serotonin Mm -hmm. dopamine and something called brain-derived neurotropic factor and those things all combine to help us deal with anxiety and um stress and also uh the neurotropic brain derived neurotropic factor i always that's a big mouthful that is is a mouthful bdnf (laughs) i was going to use the acronym and then i thought well it's not fair because you don't know what bdnf is 
those things actually help to diminish sensations of pain too. So that's why you see someone who is like, say a a high-end athlete and they hurt themselves, but they keep on going. It's because of those hormones and particularly BDNF. So, and also working with body weights helps a lot to boost your intensity. Mm. But did you know that the body it's only, I mean, the brain is only 2% of our body weight, and yet it utilizes 20% of the oxygen we bring in. Wow. And Yeah, I mean, that's why the cardio wow. part of exercising and getting that intensity is flooding your brain with oxygen. Right. And I found this study, like, I just love diving into this stuff. Um, there was a study done, 29 clinical trials, and they kind of brought all the results together And it showed that a month or more of regular aerobic exercise, so like 20 to 30 minutes, so that's a little more than you absolutely have to have, resulted in improvements in memory, clarity, focus, and processing speed compared with people who worked for the same amount of time doing stretches and toning. So you really need that cardio to boost your um, aerobic activity or your boost your brain it actually makes your hippocampus another technical term but in the back of your brain there's a little part called the hippocampus and that's where you lay down memories and they they did mri studies and it showed that people who doing aerobic activity can actually increase the size of that little part of the brain so it can actually help your memory and i mean to me that was kind of exciting because we used to think that you know, as you get older, your brain declines, you right. can't improve it, but you actually can. Improve wow. It. I don't that- know. I don't know about you, but everyone else here watching and in the chat, does anyone like have this urge to go run right now? <laughs> like, Good urge. Going. I'm like, it's, it's 5am in Hawaii, but I'm ready to <laughs> get outside and exercise. You are just uh enticing me to do some physical activity right now <laughs> well I'm glad I have that effect yeah. on you Samantha oh and look then. even biz coach Claire says me she's in Hawaii too so oh, <laughs> look cool. at you of us at four at 5 a.m want to go out and rest <laughs> well it's probably the best time of day when you're in Hawaii because it's not too hot at five yeah it's actually colder now <laughs> yeah That's Bonnie's great. like yes <laughs> <laughs> well and even if you don't can't get outside if it's raining or in Canada, snowing, um, oh you can do that little bit of exercise inside too. So nice. But okay. one of the other characteristic, or one of the other ten things I talk about in my guide is getting outdoors because that also there's a whole other raft of things. Oh yeah, just connect to nature, right? Absolutely. I yeah. love that. Okay, yeah. so one is exercise, and you're giving us all this evidence it's so beautiful to listen to you um, talk about all the research and you make it so um simple and consumable so thank you for that I love that you're sharing this um and breaking it down for us so one is exercise what was number two number two oh is proper nutrition but there's one more thing in oh, exercise. one more thing about exercise okay yeah, yeah. Tell us, tell I us. just you know there's there's high intensity but balance and I don't mean work-life balance I mean standing on one leg kind of balance yes it's amazing like this was sort of discovered with people who are doing research on ADHD to help focus and it actually does it enhances the neural pathways that help you oh right because you're you're switching 
exactly right yeah yeah oh my goodness you don't have to just stand on one leg you can go bicycling or in hawaii surfing anything that requires your body to balance is really good and it actually boosts a part of your bought your brain called the limbic system and that helps to reduce stress and anxiety so you get that and clarity I mean it's just it's great so I pop I this is silly but I stand on one leg when I'm doing something in the microwave I stand on one leg when I'm watching tv I just try and throw that balance into everything I can do oh I love it what what practical tips like that's so that's something that we can implement today (laughs) yeah (laughs) Right. We may. Well, if you want another know. hot tip, when I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, we'll I take also it. Do, I do deep squats and things like that, or push-ups, or you know, anything intense is good in I short know. intervals. <laughs> okay, intense but short intervals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can we can I- implement that now, right? Yeah, exactly. You so can in, all in the five minutes between right talks. I want to see you all balancing on one leg doing a couple push-ups. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. Keep us fit throughout this whole summit. I love it. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. Now so take talk us about to nutrition, nutrition briefly. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, you, it's, it's the same thing you hear for diet anywhere is good nutrition means not eating junk. And if you can get rid of sugar, that's the best thing you can possibly get rid of and refined flours, refined carbohydrates, mm-hmm. refined grains. Okay. And so sort of the general guideline is like a Mediterranean diet, lots of vegetables, oh. five to 10 servings of fruits and vegetables every day. Uh-huh. And that also ties in with, it's been proven that five to seven servings of vegetables and fruits helps to change the brain chemicals that are associated with depression. So that can actually help you be happier too. Right. And um, fish, legumes, protein. You need protein as you get older too. And a lot of people don't realize that you actually have to keep your protein levels up. Yeah. And so basically the Mediterranean or DASH diet. And if you're vegetarian, different, obviously some different adaptations or vegan. But it's don't eat junk food basically I mean it's just (laughs) no processed food (laughs) exactly and I have a friend who's uh she's the head of a health sciences department at one of the universities and she says if you can't pronounce it you shouldn't eat it and she calls all those chemicals that are in foods like preservatives she calls them hexamethyl bathroom tiles and I love that because you know those little um tiny octagon those are what they use when they're drawing chemical formulas and all those nasty things have those hexamethyl bathroom tiles (laughs) I just think that's funny anyway and then did you know your brain is 75 percent water oh okay and I, mean, I know our, our, a large percentage of our body is water, but mm-hmm. I didn't know the percentage of my brain specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a study done at Georgia Tech and they followed hundreds of subjects. I think actually maybe even a couple thousand subjects and they tested them while they're well hydrated. Mm-hmm. And then they tested them with varying levels of dehydration And they found that even as little as a drop of 2% in hydration 
cause them there's test scores on math, short-term memory, uh, reading, and logic to drop by 10 to 20 percent, which wow. just you know, and that was over a period of two hours of dehydration. Right. Two hours. That's oh not gosh. much. And then they also did brain scans on these subjects and found that um, the brain with about two hours of dehydration can shrink away. It shrinks away from the skull as much as aging two years. Oh my goodness. Okay. Who's, who's grabbing their water right now? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Drink up ladies. <laughs> um, yep. Sarah got me going can... for the whole day. She's like, I want to be <laughs> so as conscientious. As, you... <laughs> as soon as you have the water. Yeah. Getting and, water, and, Bonnie said. <laughs> yeah, rehydrate and it improves your brain right away. And I, I mean, I have a very circumstantial sample of that, but my mom with her dementia, yeah. I mean, she was just going downhill so fast. And one day I was talking to her and honestly, nothing was making sense at all. So it was worse than normal. Oh, and I yeah. said, have you had any water? Oh, I drink lots of water. How much? So she drinks like a tablespoon. I said, why don't you go have a bottle of water, drink it and phone me back. Wow. So she did. And honest to God, it was like a miracle cure. She was coherent. Now that wouldn't affect a younger person in the same way at all. Right. But there's a lot of elderly parents out there that are going through dementia, like what, right. And they're, if there's anything to help them, it could be water. It's as simple as they're forgetting to drink water and hydrating themselves. Okay. I have, we have a question in the, we have to definitely go to your third one because I'm getting the cue. We only have three more minutes. Oh gosh. (laughs) Okay. So we have a question. Does coffee, tea, or soda count is in hydration? I know that has sugar in it, but it's. Well, it cannot. You can drink club soda without sugar, but artificial sugars are bad. Um, Coffee and tea. I mean, it's fluid. So yes, yes, it counts, but you should try and have the majority of your fluids not be caffeine. including. Because the next topic is sleep. <laughs> okay, let's talk about sleep in a in a minute or so. <laughs> yeah, well, sleep in a minute. Okay, here's the nutshell. Routines yes. for sleep. You should do the same thing to get to sleep every night. You should go to sleep at the same time, get up at the same time. And I call it a habit stack. So you just have these things that you do and your body knows, even though you're not doing it sort of consciously, that this is leading me to sleep. And your brain knows that. And so, yeah, you so creating that conscious pattern to have good sleep. Yeah. And I love that your bedroom as a sanctuary for sleep and intimacy and no nothing else devices, no TV, (laughs) anything. I love that. Yeah. I don't like to have a television in my room. You don't? No, I don't. I don't either. I just I never have. But (laughs) nice. Okay. Let's get to your gifts because we don't want to miss that so um sarah's gonna drop that in the chat for us but you have uh, amazing gifts to give to everyone you have a 10 things you can do right now for mental fitness uh so that's your free download everyone so if you go ahead and um oh i think that's gonna get dropped in the chat in a second there it is uh go ahead and click on that and make sure you download your free gift from sarah 
as well as uh, the VIP mental fitness coaching for six weeks. So can you talk about that for a second, Sarah, like just, uh, you know, a few seconds of what that would look like? Sure. Well, with that, you, you get an app and in the app, you get the exercises, you learn about mental fitness and positive intelligence. And then I would coach you personally outside the app every other week. And so you can actually internalize it and develop your own routines and your own mental fitness set of skills. And then I also offer a course, but it's about, it covers here are the top 10 things, the three things we talked about, fitness, sleep, and good food, practicing failure. And it's a fun, that's a fun unit. And um, choosing optimism, like making that deliberate choice, getting outdoors, building good habits and routines, getting social. And so those are all the things I talk about. So beautiful. Thank you, Sarah. I know we have work. We we have to head on out, but make sure you grab your VIP gift. Thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. (laughs) Be sure to mark your calendars to join us in Hawaii from November 2nd through the 5th for our premier in-person experience. If you have any questions or want to apply to be a speaker at one of our upcoming events, email our team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com.